At first glance, it's hard to understand why some videos are more expensive than others to produce. On this episode, we peek behind the curtain and explain in detail why some animated videos are more expensive than others. The video revolution is here and it's changing how we do business. Learn how to use video to engage customers and drive results here on the Video Marketing 2.0 podcast with your hosts, Joel Gubich and Brendan Carney. And listen for special offers presented throughout the podcast. You know, in my role as director of business development, I hear this all the time when I'm talking with customers or potential customers. Why is one particular video more expensive than another video? I really can't tell the difference. And that's understandable because a lot of the differences in cost between one type of video and another are things that happen behind the scenes that are not as obvious just by looking at it. And it's not just a matter of the difference in the animation styles. Obviously, 3D animation is different than just a flat stick figure animation. So on this episode, we want to do a deep dive and explain what goes into the different cost factors, why one type of animation is different than another type of animation when it comes to cost. Welcome to Video Marketing 2.0, the video marketing podcast where we talk about the use of video for marketing and business purposes. I'm Brendan Carty, head writer and creative story lead at ThinkMojo, and I'm joined, as always, by my partner and colleague and friend, Joel Gubich, Director of Business Development also at ThinkMojo. So today, Joel, we're going to talk about different animated video production levels. And I think it's a question that people always have for us. So we thought, let's just answer it once and for all. Why are some animation videos more expensive than others? Now, obviously, no, no two animated videos are exactly alike, right? They're just like snowflakes. So, Unless you use a template. Unless you use a template, unless you use the template, which is probably pretty cost effective, I'd imagine. But the there are there are many different tiers of animated videos, and oftentimes some of the some of the details are obvious, some of the details are not so obvious. So we want to give you a little bit of uh, information, you know, pull back the the curtain a little bit, so you can see why some animation videos are more expensive than others, and what the real differences in the styles are. Yeah. So. You know, on that point, you know, there are certain things that are in common to any marketing video, no matter what the production level happens to be. You know, a video production would include the discovery phase, you know, finding out exactly what you want in the video, who the target market is, what's the core message, you know, uh, the, the perhaps even the length of the, the video. All of that comes into that discovery phase, which would be similar to no matter which production level. But then you get into the story, writing the story and the storyboard. You've got – and we're talking about animation videos here, not live action. You've got the style frames, the illustration. What is the actual um, imagery that's going to be animated? Uh, you've got the animation phase, sound, voiceover, transitions from one scene to the other, and then finally the call to action. All those are s- components that are part of any marketing video. Some of them are going to be uh, less important. Some will be more important. But essentially, every video has to have those components. So the question then becomes, what is the difference between those components in different levels of production? And we could talk about different creative components. For example, 
you can have a templated uh, video. Again, that's something that, you know, it's the same sort of characters. And generally, these tend to be character-oriented. You know, you can choose this character, that character. They're going to look the same. Maybe you can change the color from orange to green to whatever. But essentially, it's the same the same thing. And if you put one company's templated video right next to the other, you could tell that it's a template. And I, maybe because we've worked in this for so long, immediately I can tell a templated video just by looking at it. And I think people have a general sense of that when they see it as well. Well, it's kind of the, uh, just think of like the uh, the things flying across the screen. If they're just floating across the screen as if like they're just stationary objects, like, oh, that, that plane is just like drifting from one end of the screen to the other. Yeah, it's probably, it's probably a templated video. They're mostly, they're, there's not much dynamic motion. Instead, there's this sort of drifting effect between scene to scene that is pretty easy to recognize. That leads to another thing that is a different creative component. That's that's called the transitions, transitioning from scene to scene. You can see this on very inexpensive, um, more budget-oriented videos, certainly the templated ones, where you can actually see that scene change. It's sort of like almost like a a quick PowerPoint slide instead of having a transition that's smooth. Yeah, the PowerPoint slide is a, is a great way of, of looking at it. it. It does each frame does sort of feel like it. Someone's you know, pressing a button to to go from one to the other, as opposed to feeling like one continuous uh, visual story, like you would get, you know, in, in any higher level production, TV, film, etc. That's true. So another component uh, that differentiates, you know, the different levels would be the illustration level, and we all know this because. We live in a world of visuals. Just take labeling, you know, on, on products. You can see something that's really simple, and you can see something that is really a complex illustration. Well, the same thing happens, obviously, in the animation. Yeah, and there's – I think this is the one where people are – you know, they, their eyes aren't as trained as maybe people that, that work in, in video. So they're not able to instantly get, you know, what is the difference between, you know, certain grades of, of animation – but I think when anyone can see the the stark differences of the different ends of the spectrum, if you have something that you know is just a solid color that looks like it was cut out of a single piece of cardboard, versus something that you know has more texture to it, has a little depth, you know, almost uh, seems like um, you know has some three D elements to it, maybe has uh, you know is drawn with different uh different shading to illustrate the the depth within the screen i mean these are all much more advanced techniques that just add to the overall quality and and speak to the differences at each end of the scale right and so that's at the illustration phase which then gets into the animation you know it's sort of like that uh i guess the uh from the supreme court you know uh when they talked about uh, pornography you know I'll know it when I see it, you know, but I can't really <laughs> right. define it. Exactly. We're taking <laughs> no. the Supreme Court pornography precedent. <laughs> so, so maybe, uh, Brendan, why don't you talk about maybe different animation styles, you know, and, and then we'll go into a little bit more granular depth after, uh, after the break. But, you know, right now we want to lay the case of why, the different things, the components that make up different production levels. Yeah, so the first – we'll focus a little bit on character design only because that's a, sort of an easy way to, for people, I think, to visualize it. Uh, so at the bottom of the scale, you have stick figures, right? We all know. We've all seen these 
stick figures before. We've probably drawn them ourselves. Uh, these have no depth. They, they're just literally, you know, black legs for legs and arms and, you know, a little circle with a couple of dots for eyes. And their their motion is, is typically um, – it, it's not as fluid. Um, obviously, there's not much detail that you can go into as far as what kind of uh, person they are. Maybe you can stick a little hat on them if uh, – you know that helps define their their demographic, but outside of that, you're really not you're not trying to go into too much detail about the the actual person, um, and and the surrounding uh, objects are are drawn with the same lack of fidelity. Let's say uh, the next up, you'd have maybe a little bit more more human looking. You know the the cartoons are uh, they have full bodies, but they're not. Uh, they're still not drawn with any specific detail. You don't have. Uh, you probably won't have much in the way of facial expressions if they have uh, facial features really at all. Um, a lot of them are. This is where you see kind of the the typical templated version with like the rounded face. Everything is like really rounded, and uh, they they just look like something that you you cut out of you know a piece of cardboard, and you know it's not. It, if, if the stick figures were the bottom, this is sort of now in like the original South Park uh, episodes. Remember That's a that? good way yeah. of putting it. Yeah, yeah South Park just, animation. Now, granted, South Park is a fantastic. You know, South Park was fantastic, and there's no. It's not saying that you can't do a good video in a cartoon cutout style, but the visual style is not what's going to be carrying the video. It's going to be the story. I think that's exactly the point. And and that type of animation, it's the story that's going to carry the video, not the animation. Yeah. And so, you know, you you can still make it work, but you just have to, you have to make sure that your story is fantastic as opposed to, uh, you know, because it's going to have to, it's going to carry everything. Uh, So then you go a step up from that. Now we're, we're into a little bit more modern character animation. And this is, this is where you use more, uh, you know, more customization. Again, you're, you're probably not into the detailed facial expressions yet. You're not, uh, for instance, you, you wouldn't be able to have your character speaking lines because you know the mouth motions uh, wouldn't be necessarily there yet. Um, but you can have your characters doing maybe some more involved things. You know, maybe they can be, you know, walking across the screen, which is still kind of tricky. Moving feet is always tricky in animation, but they can still be doing, you know, actually performing actions on screen as opposed to just being figures that sort of stand there and float around. Uh, then we move on to, you know, f- maybe a, moving a little bit away from character animation. Uh, you have your flat 2D um, and advanced 2D graphics, uh, which can be used in parallel with characters. These are very clean, uh, very common in contemporary website design. Um, you can you can use uh, these graphics to uh, represent logos, or you know rep- they're very uh, popular for recreating the UI of an app if that's your your product. Uh, and the, this is popular because it works really well with motion, and it can it can be transitioned very easily from scene to scene. Uh, different ways of doing this, you know, some use line art, which is a little bit more minimalistic. Uh, a lot of white space there, so it looks very clean. Other ones use bold colors for the for these uh, 2D graphics. It's whatever really fits your your overall branding. But 
this is a very popular the chances are most of the marketing videos you see actually are in this sort of flat d advanced 2d category uh, then we go a step up to 3d which is similar to the advanced 2d but now you have depth within the screen so now you have things that are uh you know they just seem more tangible on screen uh just think of it like a uh a popular example is papers being like tossed up in the air you know instead of just the papers tossing up uh, and you're just seeing like the front side of it. You would see in advanced 3D or in 3D, you know, the ripple of every piece of the, the paper, uh, you know, as, as it uh, as it floats through the air. And it's a difficult thing to pull off. But like Joel said, when you see it, you know it and it conveys a certain level of uh, quality to overall with the video. Then you get to the higher levels of 3D, which is full on 3D, like you see with like Pixar and Disney movies. So this is where uh, the characters are performing very complex, smooth uh, actions on screen. The speech is just like a, a human would, the, the mouth, mouth movements, everything. Uh, it's perfect. And then very high end, you, know, you have your special effects, which is you know, if, you want, if you want to blow up a tank in the back of your product video, you can do that here. Not sure that you would necessarily want to, but... This is the, the high end, the sort of Michael Bay of animation level. Uh, most product videos have no need for this, but this is, at the, uh, this is to show you what's at the opposite end of these stick figures, right? Uh, so it, there's a lot of options in there. You can use different elements of different styles. It's not like you have to just be pigeonholed into one. But like, like we were saying, you know, the flat 2D, somewhere between – the flat 2D and the, and the basic 3D is where you're going to see most of your marketing videos. Well, that's a great explanation of all the different animation styles. And, and we will have examples of all of these on the show notes. So at the uh, videomarketing20.net, that would be the place when you go and um, go to that website when this is uh, uploaded to be able to see those examples of what we're talking about. So this is a good time to take a little break and hear from uh, one of our sponsors. Wistia Fest, the fest for all things video marketing, is just around the corner. With three days of forward-thinking content from the industry leaders in video marketing, this year's Wistia Fest runs from June 5th through the 7th in Boston, and it's bigger and more badass than ever. Go to wistia.com slash wistiafest for more information and register today. A smart business needs a smart way to connect with customers. That's where smart video comes in. Tell your business story in 60 seconds or less with a smart explainer video that gets results. Go to thinkmojo.com forward slash explainer for detailed information. Thinkmojo, smart videos that get results. So we're back and for the second part of this episode, we want to go into sort of the basic three levels of uh, you know, sort of budget that you'll, you'll experience when you, when you go to make one of these marketing videos. And just for the sake of simplicity, we're going to call them good, better, and best, right? So first, Joel, well, we why— We call them basic, standard, and max. We, we do. I'm yeah, sorry. So but we for, have our own for, unique names. We, yes, we did a very clever twist on it. <laughs> so, Joel, just in general, why, why three levels? What, what, is there a, a reason that we pick three? What, what, what's the reasoning here? Video production is a combination of time, skill set, and creativity. And again, we're talking specifically on this podcast about animation. So when it comes to animation, the time of an animation, the longer uh, a video is, 
the more manual work goes into creating that animation, the more sophisticated an animation style is, the more expensive it is, and the different type of skill set needed to do that. And that leads to the other differentiator between the different <clears throat> uh, production levels. Generally, the basic level or the starting level, even a templated um, level, would use more of a junior creative talent. Somebody that um, is knows the skill set, knows the mechanics, but isn't necessarily um, as versed or the you know is is not reached the pinnacle of their creative talents yet. Um, the number of revisions is also a big thing that differentiates levels. Generally, a starting level, a budget level, you're going to have fewer revisions. Um, that is the amount of time that. Um, a company, a production company, will spend touching um, that video um, will be limited because every time you open up a file, if you've ever done any creative work, anytime you open up a file, that takes time. It takes time to get back into the mindset. Where am I on this? Um, and time is money when it comes to production. Um, Another thing that is important is how customized do you really want it? If you go to that templated thing, especially more of that stick figure, very, very flat, simple animation, there isn't a whole lot of customization that's going on in terms of the animation. And then finally, the last component would be the sound and voiceover and the qualities that you want in that. You can get a very simple voiceover. Maybe you just record your own voice. That makes it obviously cheaper. But if you're going to a more sophisticated production level, you want to have auditions. You want to try different voices out. Again, that's time. That's effort on the part of the production company. That's different cost. And uh, there's also the – as far as the sound, that, that can be under the uh, the umbrella of custom too. You know, A lot of times uh, a standard uh, templated song that's purchased off of a – you know, a, a a sound marketplace, a song marketplace is is fine, but sometimes companies want their the song to really tell the story uh, musically, you know, and, and really adhere to all the ups and downs of the of the of the script itself, and that would require a custom soundtrack, which again is just another element of time that is you know taking away from perhaps other projects that the the production company has on store. So, you know, and that's, that's real money for them. So you have to always consider like, you know, it's not necessarily just about how great is the video going to look, but how much time am I going to require this production company to put into getting it absolutely perfect, you know, according to my brand. That's how the production company is looking at it. Okay. So maybe let's talk about, you know, the basic standard in max, good, better, best. So, what would be, let's say, the four or five differentiators or things that describe what a basic production level would be, a standard production level, and a max production level? So on the on the basic one, uh, you know, there's going to be as far as far as the animation goes, uh, there's going to be it's going to come from one of those. Uh, earlier styles that we, we mentioned, right? It'll probably be the stick figure, basic basic uh, cartoon animation. And that's just something that creatively is, it's not going to be customized to the to the client. It's something that the, the production company has done oftentimes before. And outside of, you know, those subtle hints, like we said, you know, throwing a hat on somebody, that's kind of the essence, the, the basic uh, customization level you're going to get. So therefore, that that also leads into fewer revisions. You know, the, they're not going to customize every screen 
uh, you know, once they get into the animation stage to, you know, tweak this icon just slightly and, and, you know, tweak this facial expressions so slightly, because again, that it's just a, it's not going to really be necessary. There's, there's, there's less to tweak because the animation doesn't have as much detail. Uh, and the production company is just not going to have the bandwidth dedicated to do that. The transitions are going to be much more basic. They're not going to have these sort of necessarily these creative segues, you know, visually that one thing morphs into another. I think they're just generally going to be uh, maybe more along those lines of what you mentioned before, like with the PowerPoint thing. Like one scene's over, the next scene begins. Okay, so that that would be the basic level, and there's nothing wrong with this. You know, uh, a lot of people would come to us and say, "Well, you know, I don't want to have the uh, the basic level." Well, call it the good level, whatever whatever word you want to use it. It doesn't mean that you can't make a really awesome video and video story. No, and that's exactly it. The, the like we said before, the story has to carry it, though. You can't you can't get a you know basic animation and hope for the visuals to somehow draw people or wow people in any way. They can still be interesting. They're not going to be bad visuals. They're just going to be basic. Uh, the, the, techn- the technical execution of them is going to be very basic. But you can still be clever and make it good. You just have to put more thought into the story set. Okay, so what about the standard or the, the better? You know, we did the good, the basic. Now we're at the standard or the better. So this is where you're going to have a little bit more customization in in every level, really. You know, your uh, your animation, your visuals, they're going to be in that 2D uh, uh, stage. So the full mo- the motion graphics are going to be you know just more fluid. Uh, they're going to be drawn more uh, consistent with your branding. The story and the uh, the animation, you're going to be have more revisions available to you, and this is where the team will focus more of their senior level creative talent on it, and th- that's where you more things become possible. So as opposed to just having you know a basic game plan and executing it really well, now you have more creative input on every level. You know there there are just more. Uh, more opportunities to do something unexpected when you have your senior level talent there. What that kind of animation um, styles would fit into this generally? So the uh, the the basic and advanced two D, uh, you would get the the character animation would be not again advanced, not necessarily the Pixar advanced, but you would start having more fidelity in the faces. Uh, the motion would be much more fluid, and they'd be able to perform. You know, more complex things on screen as opposed to just being these static figures. Right. You know, one thing that I want to mention again, uh, animation is a very hands-on skill set. So to do that type of animation takes more time. And in terms of video production, animated video production, time is cost. So what about the the best, you know, the maximum, the premium, whatever word that we want to call it? Yeah, this is is the kitchen sink. This is where you're getting – the top level creative talent you're getting you know all the resources all the creative resources intellectual resources that the the studio has to offer uh it's an all hands on deck sort of thing and as far as the visual style the story style everything is customizable you know this is where there you could even have multiple story options presented to you so instead of just working off of one story and you know sort of editing it from there uh i know we're apt to give the give the client multiple options, fully, fully uh, developed story options. 
and then you know you pick a direction and you sort of go from there. And the same thing with the with the visual style. You know, well, instead of just developing one and then tweaking that, develop multiple treatments and have you have you know more creative. Uh, not, I wouldn't say creative input as in you have to create it yourself, but you'd have more freedom to say, you know, I like this one better than this one. You'd have options. Yeah, also uh, the then, sound part of it for sure. Don't forget that part. Yeah, the sound part. This is where you're getting into custom songs uh, and the – just everything is just to a different level of uh, specification and polish that the production itself – just really comes together in this cohesive way, and you know you're just you're just getting the best that the the production studio has to offer. Sort of like buying a Maserati, you know, versus let's the, say a Lexus, which is a, the standard, which versus, is just a Toyota, or right. a Ford Focus, which is okay. It gets you from one place to the other, no problem with that. But sometimes you really want to go in style. Yeah, I think the the Maserati. If some people. Maybe the Maserati is a little too over the top for you, so you know, just a, a classic Mercedes. You know, it could also fit in the in the Max. I, I don't want to turn people off. There's there are some people that just won't drive a, a Maserati, Joel. Well, there's some cities where it doesn't make a difference that you have one. You're no, still yeah, sitting exactly. in you can sit in traffic in anything. <laughs> yeah. So why don't we uh, perhaps summarize this uh, this episode where we wanted to talk about the different production levels that um, that come into play when you're choosing a video marketing studio video to work with um, and the type of video uh, to produce. Generally, there are going to be three different categories. We talked about the different types of animation styles, and each style has different levels of production values um, and the amount of time and cost that it takes to actually produce them. You have sound quality, you have the number of revisions, uh, the amount of man hours really that can be dedicated to a production, that's what differentiates, one of the biggest differentiators between the different production levels and obviously the cost. And it's also a matter of how customized do you want. If you go to the the basic levels, you're going to have limited customization. If you go all the way to the other end, it's going to be super customized. And of course, there's a lot of things that work behind the scenes you know, like the Wizard in Oz pulling the curtain back, you don't really get to see all the things that are happening in the in the back room there. Believe me, there's a lot of things going on in the back room based on the production level that you choose. So those are some valuable things to keep in mind. And remember, time is money when it comes to production and you get what you pay for. So if you want your team to clear their schedule and focus just on your marketing video, that comes with a cost. So for myself and Joel, we want to thank you for listening to Video Marketing 2.0 presented by ThinkMojo. You can subscribe to this podcast and get complete access to the video tips and show notes by going to videomarketing20.net. That's videomarketing20.net. You can also download or listen to previous episodes on iTunes, Stitcher Radio, SoundCloud, and TuneIn. We would appreciate your ratings and comments. This helps other people discover this podcast and join the video marketing revolution. So once again, for myself and Joel, we thank you for listening to this episode and invite you to join us again on Video Marketing 2.0. Thank you for listening to another episode of Video Marketing 2.0 presented by ThinkMojo. For more help on how to drive results with video, contact ThinkMojo, the video marketing experts at info at thinkmojo.com or visit thinkmojo.com for more information.